There are so many women that are coming into entrepreneurship after a successful career. And my guests today are no different. They had huge careers before they joined forces and created Oya Media Group. Alison Duke is one of the co-founders of Oya Media Group, also known as Goldie. She is a storyteller in every sense of the word. Alison is known for telling stories that illuminate history, document the present, and push the culture forward. In 2020, Duke won two Canadian Screen Awards for Oya's documentary, Mr. Jane and Finch. Gaddy Contact George is also an award-winning filmmaker. Her credits include TV Hour, Mr. Jane and Finch, on the CBC winner of two Canadian Screen Awards, and Sundance Documentary Film Fund-supported feature-length documentary, The Flying Stars. Best Documentary, Bronze Lens Film Festival 2015. Gaddy is the co-founder of Oya Media Group. And today I'm interviewing these two incredible women who have not just joined forces to create a company that is impacting lives everywhere, but they're doing it in partnership. This is an episode that you don't want to miss. Welcome to The Road to Seven. I'm your host, Sheila Cummins. I am an entrepreneur, a mentor, an investor, a wife, and mom to three beautiful children. Women entrepreneurs are up-leveling and changing the rules for business strategy, leadership, success, money, and impacting the world every single day. The Road to Seven is the diary of business strategy for women entrepreneurs. We meet you where you're at in your business and champion you along the road to your vision. And I am honored you chose to join us today. Ready to go? Buckle up. It's time to hit the road. First off, Allison and Gaddy, huge congratulations on winning the RBC Women of Influence Once to Watch Award. That's fantastic. It's how I got to know your company, and I'm hoping that it's gotten you some great publicity and some great eyeballs on what it is that you're doing. Has there been an impact of that award for you? Well, first off, thanks for having us. Uh, oh, it's a pleasure. On your podcast. I love having great women. I think the 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 first immediate impact we've had is just the recognition from our industry, our industry trade magazine Playback did a feature on us after the award, the awards night, which was really nice to have that. Yeah, that's great. I think when when people can start seeing you and you get noticed, that is when things start picking up. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about Oya Media Group. I know that you've been together since 2018. You also, though, both have a very impressive background before you came together. Tell us a little bit about how Oya Media Group came to be and what prompted that move. Yeah, it's thank you. I want to just thank you also for bringing us onto this show. It's amazing. Yeah, it's sort of like, you know, a series of steps of working together. Gaddy and I were, you know, we had our own production companies. Gaddy had a production company called Matchu Media and was running that for, you know, over a decade so, and I had a company called Goldilocks Productions since 2001. You know, I went through my ebbs and flows in the industry, being a creative person, being a producer and director. And Gaddy was, you know, sort of like that producer, director, editor person who could do everything. And I was kind of doing that with my own company. And when Gaddy and Gaddy could talk more about her, her feature 
film, but she did a beautiful feature film, The Flying Stars. She approached me to just, you know, give some story notes or get some notes. Everybody, you know, sends their, their, their films around, like when it's close to being locked to folks that they think, you know, could contribute to giving good notes so that you can finish to, by that time, you're really too close to the material. Anyway, she, we, we built a rapport around that, around her reaching out to me and asking for notes. And we got along. We got along there, right, Gaddy? Yeah, absolutely. And like through that process, I found Allison's notes were so insightful and really, I think, helped, helped us push the story forward, which is like the motto of how Allison, you know, helps bring stories alive is, you know, how do you push that story forward? Yeah. And so I think after that, we worked on the Akua Benjamin legacy project. And that was, you know, Allison, you know, was an executive producer on on a project bringing together five Black women directors to direct a series of short documentaries about the legacy of Black Canadian activists. And so Allison asked me if I wanted to be one of the directors of that. And I did that. And Allison just assembled such an amazing team of, of women and other creatives to make this incredible series. And yeah, and that, that again was another just great working experience with Allison. You know, I think we both have the same kind of work ethic and we bounce off each other, you know, and we can, you know, have the creative rapport and that creative shorthand that I think is a, is a certain kind of chemistry that you have to have to be able to, you know, work creatively, you know, and be vulnerable and take suggestions and ideas and not let egos get involved. And, you know, we did all those things together and, and, and that was just a great experience. And then fast forward to like a, a couple of years later, I had an, a documentary idea in mind. And at the same time, I was, I was supposed to be on mat leave. <laughs> right. But it was kind of like, you know, but when you have, when you see an idea and you're like, Oh my goodness, I, there's something here, you know, and your creative juices start to flow. And I thought there's no way I could do this by myself. And there's no one else I would rather work with than Allison. And I remember, I think sending Allison an email saying, I think, there's a, there might be a documentary here and would you be interested in partnering with me on on it and she came on board and and that was Mr. Jaden Finch our our first official OEA production I, I don't know if you want to continue telling them well that it's always it's CBC right CBC Docs POV or POV Docs I always get them confused but yes it was for CBC and you know we were working with Charlotte Engel and, you know she's a great documentarian like in terms of producing and it was just you know a fabulous sort of, from my point of view, as uh, the co-producer and co-writer and Gaddy as the director and co-producing and co-writing. It's just like, like a really nice view of like a strong Black female creative telling a story and just supporting that storytelling in terms of, you know, administrative stuff, but also the story and bringing a team around. You know, we had Sonia Godding Togobo as our editor. And she, I think her first editing gig was with me with another CBC production, like in 2003. And so it was just like bringing people on board. And then Oren Isaacs came on as a, a composer who I, I worked with way back in the day. So it was just like, you know, handpicking people that I worked with and I admired onto this project and then seeing how well it was received in the industry was just great. And it was so nice to see that for Gaddy because she's been working so hard all these years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. You know, one of the things that really struck me, I think, about your company is, number one, you are two women that are working in a very male-dominated industry. 
Number two, you are two women of color who are working in a very traditional industry and the mission of your company. And this is what I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to talk to them (laughs) is, you know, and I'm just reading from your website here is to bring an authentic perspective to media platforms, number one, through socially relevant, life-changing stories that amplify Black experiences. You know, I think it's time. I think it's beyond time. I think it's been time for the last 400 years to have more diverse stories that are out there. Now that Oya Media Group has made that decision and that mission and the purpose to be amplifying stories and sharing these experiences, What has come as a result? What is the goal of your company? Where do you want this to go? Well, we want to take it to the world. You know, we want to be on the biggest stages, the biggest platforms and have people view our stories and see them for the beauty and the importance that they are. I think it's, it's, it's been incredible. It's been three years. I mean, we celebrated our three year anniversary the day after the awards night. And yeah, and it's been like this, this whirlwind. Almost. It's, it's hard for us to keep up with how fast we're growing. And I think it's just because it's, it's really time, you know, like the, a lot of times this industry is about timing and, and, and it is our time. And I think the industry is finally ready for our stories. And I think, you know, we've done this work for, you know, over 20 years. Allison's been in this industry for over 20 years. I've been almost 20 years in this industry and we have been trying to do this. And we've been, but a lot of the times we've been doing this in our own silos. But being able to join forces, you know, we are stronger together. Yes. And to be able to support each other and to support each other's visions and just and build a strong team around us. Because now that, you know, we have our company, we, we've built out our company and we have the resources and the staff now to really make strong projects as opposed to being on our own. And I think taking longer to try to get projects made. So I think a combination of just the experience that we have and knowing the standard that we want to bring to this industry, plus the industry is actually ready for it. I think it has allowed us to kind of, you know, the, the sky's the limit. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to talk about the Emerging Filmmakers Program in a minute. But first, I just want to talk about partnership. Partnerships are work, you know, and it's so easy to say, oh, I want to start a company with, you know, you. I really get along with you. I like you. You know, we're friends, yeah. da, 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 da. How have you navigated the growth of your company in the whirlwind of the three years and still maintained that partnership? How how have you worked through those challenges? Well, sometimes it's tough, right? Because we are creative people and sometimes, you know, there's a lot of administrative things that happens when you run a company that's growing. Like we have staff, we have like three full-time staff. Oh, wow. In three that, years. And yeah. And the three or yeah, something like that. Three. And then we, and then, and then we also have staff with our emerging filmmaker program. And we started a nonprofit to, to support some of these things that we want to do. It's sort of like that balance of knowing when you have to lead and know when you have to say like, okay, you know, I have to look over Gaddy. I need you to, I need you to do this stuff for. Or, or, you know, Getty saying to me, Oh, I need that creative time too. I'm going to go off and do something and, and supporting each other in shaping stories because we are like creative. That, uh, that's the first thing we're doing. Like our business right. is creative, but we're doing so many other things. So it's just trying to having like open dialogue and giving each other space to actually create work is really important. Not unlike a marriage, my friend. It takes work, takes communication. Exactly. Lots of communication. And I think just lots of understanding and humility and 
And I think we both have the same goals in mind. And so we know that we're always working to that. It's almost easy. It doesn't feel like work. And, and I think just even creating Oya was such an organic thing. It was, it didn't just all of a sudden happen. I, you know, it wasn't that we Googled each other or something. It was a relationship that was built over many years and created that trust over years. And we kind of understood how we work and how we communicate. And so we were able to just kind of build on that. I think it came from a solid foundation. So it's been able to grow because we have those roots. And also, I just want to jump in again. It's also like over the years, recognizing each other's strengths, right? And we won't tell you what they are here. <laughs> strengths and weaknesses. But we, we know like who needs to lead certain things and who, you know, who needs to be at the table when we might have a project is needs redirecting or something needs funding and there's a certain a certain broadcaster or something that needs to be talked to by a certain person we kind of figured that out not in a weird sneaky way but just in a like a smart business way and a very authentic way and just trying to put the word authenticity at the forefront of whatever we do you know and, and recognizing that in each other and making sure that that person is leading at that time I think that's so smart. And, you know, I've worked with a lot of women who work in partnerships. And when it doesn't work, it's usually because they haven't had that division of labor based on strengths. They're both trying to have their hand in all of the different pies and helping have a say in everything. And at the end of the day, I love what you're saying. It's this is my strength. So I'm going to go and work and focus here. And this is your strength. You go ahead and focus there. And I trust you to make the right decision. And I trust you to make the right decision. Now, if you've, you, I know you've had experienced exponential growth over the last three years. I can't imagine it has just been unicorns and rainbows the whole way. What have been some of the biggest challenges that you've had to face as you're growing so quickly? I think one of the biggest challenges was just having systems in place to, to run a company. And I say that because with our, when we had our own production companies, a lot of it was running productions. So you'd run production to production to production. You might have a few simultaneous projects, not on the scale that we have now. And so it's getting this, the systems in place. Our account team, what are the financial systems that we have in place with HR? What are the finance, what are the systems that are in place for that? So I think just having all of those structures in place and, and, and set up, you know, while we're trying to be creative. I, I don't, I wouldn't even say a, a challenge, but it was just, just part of, part of the growth. And then, and then, and then staffing up. I think it's just increasing our staff, finding the right fits for the way we work. I think we work a certain way and which is not for everybody, you know, and I think all companies are like that. Both Allison and I were both athletes. We're both former athletes. And I think that plays into the, our, our work ethic. Although everyone has their job responsibilities, there is a, a certain level of team playing that is kind of, you know, unspoken in, in the way we work. So I think just finding just the right people that work with that like to work the way we work, but also believe in our vision. Yeah. You know, that's a common trait that you said about what your partnership as well is you both have a shared vision. And now it's something that you're saying about your team as well is they also have that shared vision. Can you share a little bit about what that vision is? Yeah, it's, it goes back to authenticity. That's one of the words that we use in terms of all of our projects. We, we really like to pick projects where it's not just, you know, auteur, director led, but that everybody buys into the themes or the stories or the characters. 
And so that, you know, when they're putting together shoots <laughs> in Germany or Jamaica or wherever we're going as of late, they're, they're into it and they want to do a good job and make sure that things go as best as they can. The other thing is just coming from a position of anti-Black racism and and really strengthening the type of stories that comes out of that. I know I'm talking about content, but it really does boil down to that. You know, we're trying to tell stories that amplify the Black experience in a, in a different way. We want a different gaze on some of these themes or or stories that we're exploring. So I think people are excited. Our, our team generally gets excited about that and they want to read the proposals and they want to and they want to support the vision by pitching in. You know, we're very collaborative that way. We ask our staff or I don't even want to say our ta- staff or teammate members questions and and ask them, you know, what they think about certain things. And, and, and I think they appreciate that. A great place. So HR definitely would be one of the challenges of growing really quickly. Who was your first hire? Who did you, after both of you were settled and getting paid, who did you hire next? Production manager. It was Nina, Nina, for Nina, for Nina, Nina. Yeah, she was amazing. Yeah, she was with us for like a couple of years and then she moved on. But she was this older white woman who, you know, worked in the field for many years as a director, as a producer. And she was working with us as a production manager. And she was so amazing. Just helped us, you know, sober us up and, and get us, you know, doing the right things that we needed to do. Did she start those structures that you were talking about, the systems for production? Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) Tell me a little bit about the Emerging Filmmakers Program. Yeah, the Emerging Filmmakers Program, it's something that, you know, I kind of started just around some thoughts about just what Black young people were doing in the industry and how there was low numbers of of people being hired and reports of people not finding a pathway in. They didn't know how to get in, poor access to just like spaces. Just, you know, I want to go in, I want to be able to walk into CBC or some of these companies, E1 or or course, not knowing how to do it. Then I also read some information about the industry, how well the industry was doing, you know, we're approaching a $2 billion a year industry in in television at the time. And other things about Black youth not wanting to go after their dreams after graduating from from university and colleges after two years, like after two to five years, they would just forget about following their dreams. And I that, that just broke my heart. So I thought, surely there's something that we can do. And even if it's as, as simple as Gaddy and I thinking about all the things that we wanted to know when we first you know, entered the industry, and being able to just articulate that to the young people or give, give them that experience that we think would be helpful for them to get jobs in the industry. And that's where it started. And I said, Gaddy, maybe this first project that we're working on, Mr. Jane and Finch, we can, we can do something. And would you be game for this? Would you be game for like our company having this part of it that does this, you know, work with the young people? And she said, absolutely. Cause she was also doing that work in her own. And then we, we started doing that. And then there's some funding that came down the pipe from the provincial government. And then we applied for it and we got it. Good. To represent our industry. So amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. So not only are you building this rapidly growing production company, but you're also launching and is it, is it funded through a nonprofit? You had said that you also started a nonprofit. Is it funding the emerging filmmakers? Yeah. So, well, just the way the funding that we have for the emerging filmmakers right now comes in, the majority of the funding does go through our production company because they wanted the programming to go through a for-profit company. 
but we knew that the kind of programming it offers is something that's normally kept under a non-for-profit. So we started developing the non-for-profit and we actually launched it. Well, launched it internally a year, over a year ago and we just launched it publicly a, a few months ago. So it's called Oya Black Arts Coalition because we really, you know, believe in coalition building and partnering with amazing people in this industry to bring different programming for, for Black creatives. In addition to our Emerging Filmmakers program, we've just launched a program that's funded by FedDev, the federal government, called OES Scale-Up Initiative, which is a, a three-year program for Black entrepreneurs who work in our creative industry. Fantastic. Yeah. Throw me in if you ever need a mentor. Oh, yeah. Okay. We also have a great team of coaches who'd love to step in and support that as well. Oh, awesome. Sounds fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's really uh, remarkable because the Emerging Filmmaker Program was sort of like our proof of concept. We always wanted education and community outreach and community building to be part of what we did. Mm-hmm. And so when we saw that to, you know, the provincial government that we were able to get funding for three years to do something, they actually at the end of the three years extended it for two more years because it, it was, it was happening. The, the same places that where the young people couldn't have access to, they were starting to get jobs there through our Good. program. And now we have partnerships with Chorus and E1 Good. and they're on board and they're doing, you know, placements and other companies, amazing companies like OPC, which is a commercial company and also Soft Citizen and so many companies that help us now. And, you know, they do specialized training at, with CERT, you know, and they do, and we have like Lyft and Chelsea Video. I can like, you go on their website, you can see all of them there, but yeah. It's just so amazing how many have stepped up and come to the table knowing that there is a void. There is issue with hiring Black creatives in our industry and our industry is doing so well. So it's great to see a change happening. Well, and I think, you know, any any social change like that requires someone who's strong to actually create that table for these companies to come in and meet at. And so I really honor what you both have built. I think it's incredible. I have two questions before I let you go. Number one, what do you know now that you wished you knew when you started Oya Media Group? Good good question. What do I what I wish I knew now that I knew when we started Oya Media Group? I mean, I don't know what's an unpopular opinion, but I wish I knew that I wouldn't have as much time for creative. Right. <laughs> Here I am launching my own business. I can make my own hours. I can do all. And now I can even do the. Yeah, you got to go business, business, you know, business that has to run. But in the truth, got to find out, find the create, carve out the space for, for the creative time. So, yeah. And so is that something you've started doing? Or are you committing to that in 2022? I started doing that and I will just continue doing that and start to maybe continue to create more and more and more. Mm. But also as we bring on more and more staff, that's going to allow for that for it to happen. Anyway. It's funny because I was biting my tongue because all I could think of, ooh, it's time to hire. <laughs> that was literally the first thing yeah. that came to my head. And yeah. so, yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you got to say, what are, what's the part that's my genius? You know, where am I so good at? And what is taking so much of my time that's draining my soul? And that's what we hire out. <laughs> Love it. Oh, that's great. Allison, how about you? What do you know now that you wished you knew when you started? Hmm. <laughs> I want to say so many things, but one more thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, really the kind of business that we have now and we shape, just really leaning into optioning books and fully creative materials. I think when we started, we were optioning like maybe ideas that we, we knew that we had to develop and spend time developing. 
And I think we're at the point now, we just optioned the book just recently, but, you know, optioning books and, and working with products and, and content that's a little further along is, mm-hmm. is helpful. We have to just move in that direction, you know, and, and, and for other projects that are not, we have our not, not for profit. We have our youth program. We have our scale up program right. that we can kind of support those filmmakers and those voices that way. But just yeah. being very clear about that. Because that will free up a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and that also could be another hire to get it off your plate. <laughs> exactly. Big growth year coming up. Yeah. Tell us what's next. You've got so many irons in the fire that are going right now. Tell us what's coming next for Oya. Yeah, well, I think 2022, I think, is going to be the year of production. We have two feature documentaries currently in production. And we have a crew, you know, leaving the country next week for a shoot and and so that's going to be really exciting. We have a 360 VR documentary that's also in production. We have a, a, a web series, a dramatic web series that hopefully will go into production. 22 is a, wow. uh, we have a few projects that are finishing development. We have another series, I guess an unscripted series that's wrapping up development. So I think th- this year is going to be the year of where everything gets pushed into production and and 2023, I guess, will be the year of the releases. Yeah, yeah. We also just did a, a Heritage Minute. Our, our, we're the first. I directed a Heritage Minute, which will be released in February. So Good. the first Black woman to direct a Heritage Minute, which we found out in terms of our production company, it really is one of those things that is sort of like a historical you know, moment for that brand. And you'll see it in February. And I think people will be paying attention to what we're doing. And seeing not a shift to scripted, but, you know, they, they could see that we can handle that material as well. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, my gosh, you too. Just so exciting. Mm-hmm. Tell me where people can follow you, connect with you, learn more about your programs, donate to the nonprofit. Where can we send people? Yeah. So for Oya Media Group, you can just go to oyamediagroup.com. And for Oya Black Arts Coalition, you can go to oyablackarts.org. And you can also click on the donate button there to do- donate to us. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, all with the same handles, Oya Media Group or Oya Black Arts. Perfect. Um, so yeah, easy to find. Well, once a quarter, I run a strategic planning workshop for the next 90 days, and we always align with a nonprofit or charity of, well, my choosing. I go and choose one that I really want to support, and you will be our Q2 recipients of that donation. I think that's fantastic. So I look forward to reconnecting with you. Yeah. So we'll be posting about that. Amazing. Well, thank you both for sharing your story, but just thank you for what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you for giving us a platform and it feels right for us. Let's just put the megaphone in front of you so that more people can hear about it. So thank you for your time today. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to watching all of your new productions that are happening. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. And everybody have a happy new year. I don't know when this is coming out, but happy new year. <laughs> it's never too late to say okay. happy new year. <laughs> thank you for listening to The Road to Seven. If you found value in what you've heard today, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review. You might just get a shout-out on an upcoming episode, and you never know when I'm going to be mailing some surprise treats to our reviewers. Make sure to subscribe so you automatically get notified when new episodes are released. Are you looking for a way to connect with other entrepreneurs that are facing the same challenges as you? 
I'd love to connect with you in the Road to 7 Facebook group on Instagram and LinkedIn. Just head to SheilaCummins.com. You will find all the links that you need right there. Together, we'll explore more ways to support your shift into action so that you can grow your business to finally match your vision. I love aligning your vision of success with strategic and intentional actions because that is how we will grow your business to match your vision. I focus on women, all women, because women hold the keys and the power to creating a powerful and positive world through their impact. We'll see you on the next episode.